Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. It seems like every NFT project that is launching these days has some sort of DAO on the roadmap. If you're not familiar with it, a DAO stands for a Decentralized Autonomous Organization. But do they really exist? Today, we'll discuss what this term actually means and if it currently exists in the state of Web3. So full disclosure, prior to doing my research for this episode, I would have answered this question a completely different way. However, after doing my research, looking at some definitions and really digging into it, my answer has completely changed by the time I went to go record this and I've gone in the other direction. So is a DAO just an aspirational thing that we're trying to get to some sort of goal with this whole decentralized nature of the web? Or are they up and running in this iteration of everything that we're doing right now? So let's first define the word decentralized. It means to distribute the administrative powers or functions of a central authority over a less concentrated area. Or another definition is to disperse something from an area of concentration. So rather than having a centralized model where everything is one center location at a point of concentration, such as a federal government where the national government has a head of state and those laws and everything is being directed down and it's shifted out to all of the people, that would be a centralized model. Or on a much smaller scale, the power of a local business is really centralized within that owner. A mom and pop shop, a family business, usually it is just one owner making all the decisions that trickles down to the workers. Or even on a much smaller scale, let's think of a family. There might be a family of 10 people, just using some very big numbers, of course. I don't know who's having eight children these days, but let's just say there's 10 people in this house, (laughs) but essentially all the power is concentrated down to the two parents. Now, let's bring this to the internet. When we think of a centralized model of things, we're thinking of, say, Facebook, Google, YouTube, Amazon, all of these centralized powers or these big tech giants that have all of the power, have all of the data. If you don't want to play by their rules in their game, they can shut you down. They can ban your account. And those types of things is what we think of centralized power as far as how the internet goes with Web 1, Web 2. And honestly, there's really no distinction as to when web one two or three starts or begins but as far as centralized we think of that as before web three and that is what we currently see right now where there is a lot of power struggle and even governments in various countries are trying to shift the dynamics of that because they feel that too few people have the power in their hands and honestly they don't even really care about that they just care that they don't have the power in their hands and they don't want it necessarily to be with these tech giants, but that is another argument in itself. So that is a centralized versus decentralized. Now let's look at the second word, which is autonomous, which stands for that A in DAO. One definition is able to operate with little or no human control or intervention. And we'll hear this term mostly in terms of uh, Elon Musk and these self-driving cars. This is something that they're always talking about, autonomous vehicles or self-driving vehicles, self-driving cars, autonomous cars. You'll hear about AVs. Well, that is what they are talking about. And that's what Tesla's and other companies really. But that is the big thing that is always in the news, having these robo-taxis, robo-delivery drivers, Amazon's 
fleet and various companies, food delivery and everything. They're trying to get this all done without anyone. Even Uber, they're trying to go to these autonomous self-driving vehicles without having the expense and all the legal things as far as are they employees, are they contractors, how are those taxes going to be worked out. If it is just an autonomous driving car, you don't have to worry about it because there's no human and there's no employees and all that HR stuff to deal with. And that's what they're trying to get to. So that is the most common use of it. But also, there is another or a few other definitions, such as the quality or state of being self-governed, self-directed freedom, and especially in moral independence, or a self-governing state. So that first definition I sort of already tackled with these automatons, these robots that are doing their own thing, doing their own directive. But breaking down the other ones, I, the best example that I could possibly think of is how a market could be left to its own devices as far as doing its own thing without regulation, such as what we're sort of seeing right now in this whole Web3 space. It is very unregulated in the sense that the governments have not really caught up to the technology and the space. So there's no direct board over anything to say that this is how an NFT project should be ran. This is how cryptocurrencies should be regulated and the tokenomics should follow these particular standards according to the SEC or trade commissions or whatever government body is in whatever country it is. At this point in time, we don't see that regulation. We don't see those various parties that are meddling within these funds or within these projects. And the last word, the O, is organization, which is simply put a structure or something that is put together. And that is really how it kind of ties into this whole autonomous thing. As I said, with outside forces such as government agencies and watchdog agencies and various groups that are dictating how these things are ran, that is like saying a corporation has to deal with the regulatory bodies as far as whatever industry they're in. Then they have to do with the financial bodies as far as if they're selling stocks, how they're raising funds how they're disclosing all of the various things to other uh, shareholders and to uh, employees and all that stuff, just being ethical and not trying to paint a different picture as far as insider trading and all these different things. You don't want EOs to be compensated in ways that gives them incentives to defraud the public, to, to enrich themselves. So there's a lot of regulations that are put in to these various organizations and tying all of these things together, that is now how we get decentralized autonomous organizations trying to deal with all of these things. So the question really is, does a true DAO exist today? And as I said, when I was initially doing this, I would have answered it one way and I would have said no. However, I realized that I was mostly focused on the autonomous part as only one definition. And as I explained, the whole autonomous self-driving vehicles and robots running their own thing. And just basically, I was thinking of it as a code that is set up to just run however this organization is being ran and it can't be interfered with or it can't be necessarily corrupted by human intervention. And that is not what we're seeing today because in essence, these smart contracts are built by people. The governing bodies, if you will, the members of the DAO, those are people, although they're voting with their NFTs or whatever tokens, there might be some sort of governance tokens as far as a coin, whatever it might be. But that is human 
intervention, if you will. They're the ones who are making the decisions. And they, although it is being executed by a smart contract, the input is uh, being done by a human. So in that sense, it is not autonomous in that definition of the computers doing everything, the machines are doing everything. However, if we look at the other definitions of self-governing and self-directing the freedom as far as their moral independence and having a state of running the rules within that organization, in that case, yes, it is a DAO in the sense that there is no outside party. If you're not a token holder, if you're not a member of that DAO, you're not making that decision. And although those are human interactions that are being put in, because at the end of the day, a computer can't really do anything. That's where this whole uh, AI really comes from. A lot of times when we say, oh, this is AI and all of this thing, it's not really that way because true AI actually thinks for itself and does not need the input of a human being. The way things are right now is as advanced as we are with technology, all this code and smart contracts and everything, it requires some sort of human input at somewhere along the chain, and then it follows those rules of all those if-then statements. Basically, if a person does X, then it should do Y. And it all begins with that initial uh, interaction by humans. And even if you think of trading on the stock market or whatever it might be, you might say, no, that has nothing to do with a person. And it's all about what the stock price is or the crypto price or the NFT floor price, whatever it might be. And that is actually not true because number one, a human being did set up that code. And number two, it is being executed by the decisions of individuals. So once people start to feel a certain way about whatever asset it is, that's how the price goes up and down as demand rises, prices rise, and as demand falls, then prices fall. At least that is how it operates in a well, sound, functioning, healthy market economy. And I'm just going to assume that is what we're operating under. And in those conditions, all of those automatic executions that are being done are done by human interaction with everything. And then the code, the computers, if you will, are just responding to how people are moving the market. So yes, these DAOs, the power is not concentrated in just one person. Let's say the founder of the project, whoever initially set everything up, it is spread out, it is dispersed amongst, it could possibly be an infinite number of holders for that matter. And they're going to be governed by their own rules and their morals and their standards as far as the goals for whatever that project, that DAO, that organization, is trying to do. That is how it's being governed. And as far as each person casting their vote or a holder, I should say, casting the vote, and that is how the decision, the execution of the contract is going to actually work, whether it be making a purchase, making a distribution of funds, donating to a charity or anything for that matter, changing the direction of a project. You could literally program this into having any sort of utility, any sort of decision, and it is all being done decentrally as an autonomous organization. So final answer, yes, they do exist. However, do not confuse that word autonomous with solely being associated with computers or machines doing whatever they want without human interaction. That is not necessarily true. So hopefully you found that interesting and I did clarify anything. Some people might not even know what a DAO is. So I tried to define it and give a general overview. And that is what I try to do with these episodes. Try to bring these topics in a way that everyone can understand. But I'm also bridging in with the real world and not just using high level technical terms. This is conversational that you can actually bring out there and explain to friends, family, 
what's going on in this Web3, why do we care about this, and hopefully I'm bringing value to you. If you do enjoy these episodes, I would greatly appreciate it if you left a review on whatever podcasting app that you are listening to, because it really does help new listeners that do discover the show, see some ratings and reviews, such as when you're searching for a new restaurant or anything on Yelp or Google reviews or whatever it might be. And it does go a long way. So as usual, I am so grateful that you're taking this time to listen to these episodes as we build and grow within Web3 together. And I look forward to the next episode. So until then, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.